0: D&D 5e Character Lab Podcast with your hosts, Karen and Dan.
1: Welcome to the D&D Character Lab, the show based around one thing we as players cannot resist
0: and that is compulsively creating characters and daydreaming about their validity in-game. Each week, we're bringing a brand new character to the table, drawing from a plethora of epic published content, and scoring it against a predefined table of criteria. It is then up to us to use our own personal charisma modifiers to convince the other that our baby is better.
1: Hello, everyone. It's Garen.
0: And I'm Dan, and today's episode is very, very special. And we are truly so very happy that you were able to join us for this special event we started on this endeavor that we call the D character lab one year ago on august 23rd 2017 and today marks our one-year anniversary show and garen has promised that i can eat all of the cake that i want in this closet with my bare hands in typical first birthday fashion
1: yes i got dan a smash cake with a picture of a d20 and all of his shittiest characters names written on it but in all honesty guys we have had a blast these past 12 months with you since we started we started doing merchandise we've got a patreon we got the YouTube channel coming and we really appreciate all of your support as we continue down this wacky road I mean we literally could not have done it with the reaction of the community and the people that kind of stepped up and helped us make the lab what it is now that that's out of the way we are celebrating our birthday by building our dream pcs at level 30 using a supplement called epic characters by marching modron press excellent work on this piece the author mark did a fantastic job
0: this supplement actually allows you to expand upon your character's journey into levels 21 to 30. all of the classes and archetypes in the wizards of the coast official supplements are featured in this supplement this week's episode will not be scored and it'll be a little bit more condensed in each of the categories given that these are level 30 characters and they are stacked with abilities
1: i really don't think either of us loses with these level 30 characters but to touch a little bit more on the supplements offerings it also gives epic racial traits to boost your abilities even more as well as mythic boons and mythic maneuvers and spells for use in your PC's journey into the 21st level and beyond, all of this included with extra rules to kind of wrap your head around these the new content that they created.
0: Yeah, the mere fact that this supplement exists makes me delightfully happy because now there's no reason to end your PC's journey at the end of a campaign. He or she can just keep on trucking and gaining cool abilities. So be sure to check that supplement out for yourself. We have a link to it in our show notes this week. Now, I will refresh the listeners' memories with my character this week, Cloud of Distant Rain, the tabaxi monk of the way of long death. He's been featured in two other episodes on this show, in our third-ever episode uh, entitled Two Little Kitty Boys and our 10th episode known as Lovable Losers. This is my absolute favorite character build. I love a Tabaxi Monk build and so I thought I would bring him to the finish line. This cat that is transfixed with his nine lives. He has survived death. He is now at the 30th level and he channels death in just about every single imaginable way.
1: Awesome. I can't wait to see Cloud finally coming into his own and being impressive. And I don't say that sarcastically. I know it came off that way.
0: Well, the good news is he can't lose this episode.
1: I'm doing a bit of a throwback myself because episode one, I created Rastlin Shatterpeak, the War Domain Cleric dwarf. I also created one of her brothers in a episode that I don't want to talk about so much.
0: Definitely the worst character you've ever made in the lab, (laughs) by
1: far. Well, what you might not be aware of is those characters, while they had another brother who hasn't made it onto the show yet, they also have a cousin who's a hill dwarf, and his name is Garen Chatterpeak. <laughs> and Garen Chatterpeak is an archaeologist on Schultz. He was there to explore this mysterious death curse. Rumor has it he single handedly stopped the death curse and destroyed the Soulmonger. He won all of Tomb of Annihilation by himself, never even went unconscious once. And he came out of the jungles of Chult powerful, still very stocky, and equipped with many, many wild shapes. And so I am bringing a level 30 hill dwarf circle of the moon druid with the archaeologist background, Garen Shatterpeak. Birthday episode. I really,
0: I really like it because you do need to single-handedly beat Tomb of Annihilation to get enough XP to make it to the 30th level because this supplement does, right in the introduction, give guidelines for how much XP is required to go into the next level. And let me tell you, looking at like 25th level and beyond, you're looking at a long amount of time before you go from 25th to 26th level and so on so forth so appropriately so because as we will detail these abilities are stacked i really want to play these by the way
1: (laughs) yes we we have to bring these to life somehow apart from the lab but these two epic characters ready for an epic night but no game night is quite complete without some epic cantrip candles. They are purveyors of 100% soy candles that are specifically designed to accompany your tabletop adventures like D&D and Pathfinder. They have a great selection of scents that smell like different locations in a fantasy world, musty taverns, libraries full of arcane texts, or how about Sweet Fig Farmhouse with its notes of citrus, figs, and berries. But you can find a scent for any of your adventure settings with their sampler pack for just $11 plus shipping. Once you decide you wanna buy every single one of these, we are happy to announce you now can and the lab will help cover some of the costs. When you use the code LABRAT, L-A-B-R-A-T, all one word, at checkout, you receive 10% off your total purchase. Be sure to check them out. That's Cantrip Candles. And if you don't know how to spell cantrip, say with me now, in your car, at home, lying in bed, working on your homework, you shouldn't be playing D&D.
0: Thank you, Garen, and Cantrip Candles for that message, and uh, we are grateful in the last year that we have created this partnership with Cantrip Candles. They have been a true joy and a true gem within the D&D community. So I will go ahead and start us off here by telling you how Cloud of Distant Rain fares in the melee category. So at 30th level, unarmed strike that a monk deals out is dazzle two, me 2d6.
1: Nice! Like a yes. great sword of a punch.
0: Yeah, so you've got some serious uh, brass nucks going in here. So I can deal out 2d6 plus 7 because this supplement allows you to increase your ability scores into 24 as a possible total. So my dexterity modifier is a plus 7. I have a total of up to 6 attacks, and my 2 hit is 13. So Cloud of Distant Rain does not miss very often But he also has that flurry of blows, which now instead of two attacks, it grants you four extra attacks. It's a thousand fists feature. Additionally, there is a feature called Be Like Water, which allows me to immediately react to any hit against me that actually hits. I can react with a melee attack. And then, of course, in the typical traditional monk style i also have stunning strike so melee is a very strong category for cloud of distant rain dealing out a potential total 114 damage in one round
1: is that counting the reactionary
0: punches it is not counting the reaction punches no
1: that's fantastic you're just a blaze you're like an Ip man number of punches all the way up their body
0: yeah and honestly it's it's a lot of fun being able to bring those ability scores up to 24 because you know you can really just have some really raw power especially when you when you deal with that strength or dexterity modifier Uh, it it makes it a lot of fun in combat
1: hell yeah well let me tell you about garen a little bit in his travels had picked up a couple of useful items including a belt of stone giant strength which got his strength up to 23 he's also wielding a magical axe which was actually created by our very own jome gemstone
0: ah yes uh, the patron jome gemstone did mention this magical item in our discord so garen why don't you go ahead and tell us about it
1: absolutely it's called Mutok. this is a sentient black metal warhammer did i say axe i meant warhammer this magical warhammer billows wisps of blackness and it speaks to the bearer it screams in their mind when it's first picked up if they fail their save but garen would not fail his save he is so wise and on a hit it deals warhammer damage plus an additional 3d6 necrotic damage. But you know what? While that's cool that I'm swinging around this magical warhammer, I'm a moon druid, so I am all about my shifts. And at level 30, I can shift into CR 10 monsters. (laughs) And I didn't mean to just say beasts, because I have also taken on abilities to shift into monstrosities and plants. So I can turn into a... Oh my god. So I can turn into a T-Rex, which has two attacks. So I can do a bite for 33 damage and a tail for 20 damage. If I bite the creature, they are also grappled in my mouth, which gives me advantage on my next bite attack. I can also shapeshift into something out of the Tome of Beasts, which I found this little ditty called the Buckavac, which is a six-footed forest giant frog monstrosity. This thing makes four claw attacks or two claw attacks and one bite, that bite does 21 damage. Those claw attacks do 11 damage, and it grapples medium or smaller creatures. I am an absolute terror. You want me to be a woolly mammoth? I could be a woolly mammoth. Killer whale? (laughs) I got that. Giant crocodile? I'm all over that. Garen is a shape-shifting dynamo, and I'm just getting started here in the melee category.
0: I honestly love the idea because I think at level 30, a druid, and I do like that this uh, epic supplement allows you to kind of go into other, you know, plants and monstrosities and whatnot, whatnot, but I really do like the idea because that skilled of a druid will rarely be in their, you know, human form, I imagine.
1: Yeah, and I mean, just to recap, at level 20, a moon druid has an unlimited, well, any druid has an unlimited number of shifts per day and they can shift as a bonus action if you knock me out of one form i just go right into another form or back into the same one maybe i want to spend my whole life as a t-rex don't judge me this is bringing my whole world together these dinosaurs i'm so excited about dinosaurs all right <laughs>
0: no it's it's, a, it's so cool that that you have all of these options at your fingertips you know at that at that level a cr10 is you know how many hit points are we looking at with
1: like say a t-rex a t-rex has 136 hit points yeah, I mean, just that's just meat shield.
0: That's straight yep. up
1: buff. Bukovac has 199. I love it. So good. All right, should we take it to range, Dan?
0: Yeah. Fuck, Fuck
1: range. ranged. Moving on. <laughs> okay, Dan, uh, tell me about the burninating damage on Cloud of Distant Rain. Obviously, all of his punches are magical, but what else is yes. going on here?
0: So, total of 30 key points here uh, at 30th level, obviously. So Obviously. One of the really cool things that this Epic Supplement allows you to do is a, it's called a Grand Master trait. And at 25th level, it allows me to take an 11th level ability from another monastic tradition. So I took Searing Sunburst, which to recap, it you create an orb of light that erupts into a devastating explosion and you hurl it at a point you choose within 150 feet where it erupts and affects everything within a 20 foot radius sphere uh, and it all must save on a con saving throw or take up to 8d6 radiant damage that's dictated by how many key points you use to you know increase its strength so you can make it up to 8d6 i also have touch of long death <laughs> this right here i'm sorry but is so incredibly powerful at 30th <laughs> level so i can contribute 10 key points to this and touch someone within five feet of me and have them throw a con save if they fail they take twenty d ten damage. Twenty d ten. Twenty d ten. Necrotic damage. You are straight up channeling death. You touch someone, and I imagine they'd see all of the most horrific shit that they can possibly. Their mind can possibly conjure up, and they feel their lifeblood completely drained from them. If they if they succeed on that con save, they obviously take half of that damage. I really love the abilities here for cloud at 30th level (laughs) super super damage dealing
1: oh my gosh nice all right my druid's magic i've got a couple of high level spell slots here that i used very wisely including storm of vengeance storm of vengeance is a churning storm cloud that forms centered on a point you can see spreading out 360 feet Lightning flashes in the area, thunder booms, and each creature under the cloud must make a con save. On a failed save, the creature takes 2d6 thunder damage and becomes deafened for 5 minutes. Now, each round you maintain this storm, a different effect takes place. Round 2, Acid Rain, 1d6 damage. Round 3, 6 bolts of lightning. They must make a deck save. The creature takes 10d6 lightning on a failed. Round 4, Hailstones. Each creature under the cloud takes 2d6 bludgeoning rounds 5 through 10 gusts and freezing rain assail the area under the cloud. The area becomes difficult to rain and is heavily obscured. Each creature takes 1d6 cold damage per round. Range weapon attacks are impossible. And the wind and the rain serve as a severe distraction for the purpose of maintaining concentration on other spells. Apart from yours, of course. (laughs) Finally, gusts of strong wind between 20 and 50 miles an hour. Automatically disperse fog, mist, and similar phenomena in the area, whether mundane or magical. This is bleeding into my control category already, but I don't care. I got more stuff for that.
0: Oh, I love it. Really strong magic here from this 30th level druid.
1: I've also got a Firestorm spell. Deals 7d10 fire damage on a failed save. And I have another shift from the Tome of Beasts. I can be a Rat King. A Rat King is a pile of rats. That takes a human form. This is a monstrosity, and my bite attack, while it may only deal 10 piercing damage, the creature must pass a con save or become diseased, which immediately adds a level of exhaustion. Oh, wow. And I can summon swarms of rats.
0: I, You know, I really do, I can't emphasize enough how much I like the ability to transform into a monstrosity just because It opens up this new sort of horrific sort of subclass of a druid. I mean, you know, normally, okay, I shapeshift into a crocodile, shapeshift into, you know, uh, a snake, this, that, the other. Okay, cool. And that's all really thematic and great. But adding this sort of terror into the druid is,
1: I, I love it. Yeah, and it creates this idea that the druid has reached a certain point where he's moved beyond beasts. And now he can see these other creatures and he can get the essence of them and he can shift into them. It's actually nicely balanced. You have to be a large monstrosity so that eliminates being able able to come, you know, some really ridiculous things. Sure. But there are still plenty of options available, including the Cali, while we're talking about it. That is page 193 of your Volo's Guide to Monsters. And if you don't know what that is, just imagine if a centaur, the bottom half of it, was a scorpion
0: wow i really i really just like what this does with the imagination like you know you're in battle and you just shapeshift i mean i just imagine inciting fear in your enemy and i just think that that's so much fun
1: (laughs) absolutely should we take it to control
0: yeah so tell me what kind of control you have
1: well i can alter self at will that's a high level epic druid ability where i can basically cast a perfect version of disguise self whenever i want I can also cast Feeble Mind. Dan, do you know the spell Feeble Mind?
0: You know, I think we covered it on the show once, but I I don't recall. What does it do?
1: If they fail their save, I revert their intelligence and wisdom to one.
0: (laughs) No, we've never covered that on this show. That is amazing.
1: Yes, I turn someone into a vegetable.
0: Oh, the role playing. I love it.
1: It's huge. I also <laughs> took the spell reverse gravity, where if they fail their save, they just float up into the air and start lazily spinning for the duration of the spell. <laughs> and yeah, and they, they can't really make an attack
0: like that either. It's great.
1: No, they're basically helpless. <laughs> and I took the sentinel feat, which if you remember, oh, you yes. know, I make oppor- I make opportunity attacks even if they disengage. And I can make attacks if they attack someone within five feet of me. Now, if I'm shapeshifted into a brontosaurus, which is a gargantuan creature, pretty much everybody is next to me at that point. So talk about controlling the battlefield. That's brontosaurus shit right there.
0: Control the battlefield by just becoming the battlefield.
1: (laughs) They have to fight on my back. And I'm just making (laughs) head and tail attacks on them every time they do anything. These are just some of the most fun things I found for control. How about you?
0: very cool so i have an epic racial feat of the tabaxi which combined with my unarmored movement bonuses that we get in this supplement as well as what you get going up to 20th level my movement speed is 80 feet (laughs) i am all over the place i mean especially when you talk about dash disengages a bonus action when you expend key points it's just a game changer i'm so fast you know, and of course, the tabaxi are able to climb and all that. Other stuff. I mean, it's just, it's totally awesome when you bring that kind of speed in because it's an absolute game changer. But I also have shadow step. So this is the grand master allows me to take this from a monastic tradition. So I took shadow step, which allows me to step from one shadow to another as a bonus action. I can teleport up to 60 feet to an unoccupied space that I can see that is in dim light or darkness. So I think that that's pretty oh, cool. Oh, yeah. I have another trait of this bee like water. This thing is stacked. At 24th level, whenever a larger, or smaller creature within your reach misses you with an attack or fails to grapple you, you can use your reaction to automatically grapple it instead. That's right. No save against it. You just grapple them. <laughs> <laughs> By expending one key point, you can knock the creature prone or shove it up to 10 feet as part of the same reaction. <laughs> it's such big control. You can knock it prone oh my to be. I expend a key point, you're going down. Oh, yeah. There's of course that hour of reaping which as an action I can cause uh, somebody to make a wisdom save if they fail that they're frightened of me, stillness of mind, tongue of the sun and moon which allows me to speak every single language in the forgotten realms, I am proficient in all saving throws and I no longer what? need <laughs> I no longer need food or water and I cannot age. <laughs> Be- <laughs> The other cool part about this epic racial trait of the tabaxi in this supplement is that I cannot have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. <laughs> so that's pretty You cannot.
1: Cool. You literally just cannot.
0: Nope. <laughs> and then I have empty body, which starting at 18th level, you can use your action to spend four key points to become invisible for a minute, or I can spend eight key points. Get this. I did not know this about monks. I can spend eight key points to cast astral projection.
1: Wow! I
0: don't know why the hell you would do it, but you can. And then if I succeed on a saving throw, I regain a key point. Or if I... Get this. If I fail a saving throw, I can expend five key points to succeed on it instead.
1: That's like Legendary (laughs) Resistance. (laughs) Damn.
0: (laughs) To wrap things up here, I have Perfect Self, which is a 20th level ability for all monks. When you roll for initiative and have no key points remaining, you get this dude you regain four key points you never run out of key points never
1: you just never run out
0: you just straight up if you're going into combat and you have no key points they're like here's four.
1: Oh my gosh
0: needless to say it's so controlling oh i love it this is like my dream come true i love it
1: oh my that is that is some perfect control right there <laughs> i want to touch on something i checked this out while you were talking through those usain bolt's 100 meter record is 9.5 seconds And Cloud could run that in just over four seconds.
0: (laughs) That's right, baby. So I kind of envision that, you know, at this point, Cloud is, is a cheetah. Like, you know, he's straight up very, very fast. Oh, hell yeah. I think very cool thematically with that feline agility, the unarmored movement speed, and then the, the uh, ultimate racial ability. So super cool.
1: I love the idea of you. I mean, that sounds like perfect martial arts out there on the battlefield with you knocking guys down when they come near you. That's Kung Fu movie right there. That's exactly yeah. what you want.
0: Absolutely. So, moving into tankiness, I'm immune to poison damage and the poison condition. I have an AC of 20, and that's just my unarmored defense, which is 10, plus your dex modifier, which is 7, plus your wisdom modifier, which is 3. So, I have an AC of 20, just with no armor. Pretty cool. (laughs) Which makes sense with a movement speed of 80. Not going to be able to touch this guy very often. Yes, Uh, this is
1: all slick shit. This is not you being able to really take a punch as the, the punch never connecting.
0: Yeah, exactly. I also have 360 hit points. I have Danger Sense, which is granted to me at 22nd level. It's basically the same exact thing that you get as a Barbarian. But combine that with Evasion. So the fact that I have advantage on deck saves, but then also, (laughs) if I succeed on the deck save, I take no damage. So I get advantage, I get double the chance to, to succeed. Pretty cool. Wow. The final Be Like Water... Ability. It allows me to take half damage on an attack that I see as a reaction. So, same as the Rogue. I can look and see, take a reaction, half the damage. Awesome. So good. So tanky. I'm going to just also say, as I run through this, it is impossible to kill this character. Straight up. Because the, 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 the way of long death makes it just... You'll see. There's just no way I can die. Mastery of death, which at 11th level, use your familiarity with death to escape its grasp. This is why it's so hard to kill me. When I'm at zero hit points, I can expend one key point, no action required, to get myself to one hit point instead. So he knocked me down... I have 30 key points. I'm just going to use a key point and stand right back up. I have Touch of Death. When you are an ally reduces a creature within 5 feet of you to 0 hit points, you gain temporary hit points equal to your Wisdom modifier plus your monk modifier. Or I'm sorry, plus your monk level, which is 33. And additionally, whenever someone even around me, one of my allies does it to somebody within 5 feet, I would gain the temporary hit points of 33 plus 33 healing so super super tanky and then of course mind and body which at 29th level healing effects are increased by an amount equal to your wisdom modifier Uh, and then when receiving a healing effect you can actually increase that bonus to twice your wisdom modifier by expending just one key point so that could be six additional bonus which i don't even think i would really need six wouldn't really make much of a difference i also have deflect missiles which at this level reduces range damage by 47 but get this slow fall any falling damage is reduced by 150 <laughs> and finally at 30th level i have advantage on all death saves
1: so even if you do go down chances are <laughs> I, very good
0: if i go down and i'm out of key points then i have advantage on all death saves
1: damn very impressive tanky category and i thought mine was good i know mine is still good But that was damn impressive.
0: How many times can you Wild Shape?
1: As many times as I want.
0: Oh my lord. You have unlimited HP.
1: I also have Dragon Scale Armor, which is not a big deal. I just wanted to have it as Garen. I wanted to have Blue Dragon Scale Armor. So that gets my AC. My AC is only 15. I also have exactly 360 hit points. I am immune to abilities that reduce my ability scores. And I am immune to being prevented from regaining hit points so you cannot block me from regaining hit points wow i also have regeneration as a high level druid ability i regain 10 hit points at the end of every minute any severed limbs regrow after a short or long rest or if i get an arm yep if i get an arm chopped off i can just stick it to the stump and it'll heal itself immediately (laughs) that's awesome and Level 30, I get an Elder Spell, where this is a 6th level or lower spell that requires concentration and has a range of self. If I take a spell with those qualifications, I can apply it to be active as long as I'm conscious.
0: With no concentration?
1: No concentration required. So I have taken Investiture of Stone where I have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing and slashing damage from non-magical attacks. I can use my action to shake the ground and creatures must be at a deck save or knock prone, and I can move across difficult terrain. But basically I get the barbarian trait constantly
0: like i see that kind of as like just channeling you know th- this this 30th level druid you know has sort of like environmental spells that they can like you know kind of control the weather and you can become pretty much anything that you want but then also just channeling the earth having this, such deep connection with the earth that you can you know channel stone and and geomancy you know to increase your tankiness and that's just awesome
1: oh gosh yeah i mean if anyone's listened to all of our episodes first of all thank you and second you know that i love stone elemental shit so being able to have that on me all the time is great but if i didn't have it you know what else you know what other spell i might have a fifth level spell called anti-life shell which is a 10-foot dome around me that creatures except for the undead and constructs cannot pass through Wow. How's that for tankiness? That's awesome. So yeah, you throw in my wild shapes too, and I am also very, very hard to kill.
0: Yeah, one could argue you can't kill you either. If you can unlimited wild shape, you can just keep shape-shifting.
1: I mean, we have, to, we have to take these characters into a fight club or something against a god monster and see if they can take down a god. I mean, obviously, that's where we have to go with this.
0: It would be really long, but it would probably be very amusing.
1: How do you help your friends? Before I tell you how garen helps his friends it's our birthday we know we've mentioned that several times you probably saw the calendar and you still didn't show up with a gift it's all right i mean honestly we're not mad
0: no no no. i mean it's okay it's okay you can make up for it we have a variety of ways that you can support our show we have a patreon that has tiers that start at just one dollar and move all the way up the ladder to 20. They that includes a discord that you can chat with us we create pop culture characters collaboratively twice a month We have bonus episodes, early access to our regular show, and way more. We also have supplements available on dmsguild.com for just a buck. Search Garen Jones, and you'll see all of the great stuff that we have to offer. We also have an ability score shirt. It's all of the ability scores. You pick one. You can pick the max or the minimum amount. If you want to show everybody you're a dumb-dumb, you can have a minus 5 to intelligence shirt. That's fine. We have that. But we can also show that you're really smart. 20 intelligence plus 5. Anyways, check that out. The, the link to that is in our show notes. They're all really cool. We hired an artist to make those shirts and the proceeds from all of these items go directly to our show to help support us and keep us growing. We would love to have a website where we host our created characters so that you guys all have a repository of a ton of backup characters at various levels that you can just plug into at your table. You know, we, we played in a Tomb of Annihilation game. My character died. I was not expecting my character to die. I don't know why it's Tomb of Annihilation, but I didn't have a backup made, and I didn't know where to go. We were level 8. I went into our character sheets, and I got Wek the Tortle, the Shadow Monk, and I was was back in the game within 3 minutes. I want to be able to provide all of that to you guys. We would love to get a website built, and just with all of the aforementioned ways that we have mentioned here, those are all ways that you can support, and even just the littlest amount helps greatly. So links to all of that stuff that I mentioned are in the show notes, and maybe... Just maybe, if you do that, our birthday will be saved after all.
1: Oh, we can only hope. But thank you, guys. So now, let's take it into the ally assist category. You want me to tell you how Garen the Druid helps his friends? You're not there. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm here. Wait, you... Yes, I want you to tell me.
1: <laughs> so go <laughs> try that again. I'm keeping that line read in there. <laughs> here it is. I'm starting the hottest possible. I have access to true resurrection, which, you know, I could bring someone back to life as long as they died within the last 200 years. (laughs) If they are willing to come back to life and their body is destroyed, I could provide them a new body and all of their stats will be the same. I also have the Druid Grove, which is one of my thematically favorite spells because I just love this image of being able to create this chill hangout all trees where you can this is a room that i'd love to build if i ever had a house with an extra room where i could build like a fey forest room that's what i want i also have dan did you know that epic level characters have access to 10th 11th and 12th level spell slots i did they even go further but not for my character but that's okay because i can cast heal a 6th level spell but if i cast it at the 10th level that's 110 points of healing directly to my ally I can also cast Mass Cure Wounds at the 12th level. That is 10d8 plus 5 healing to 6 creatures of my choice.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: That's getting everybody back on their feet right there.
0: And rally. Boot and and rally, baby.
1: Throwing that kind of shit around. Garen is all about helping his friends. I can also do stuff like Heroes Feast, all those other great spells. Greater Restoration. You need it. I got it.
0: Wow. Really, really impressive. Now, (laughs) listeners... I hate to disappoint you, but at the thirtieth level, monks still don't help their friends <laughs> There's nothing. oh no, absolutely nothing I can bring into this, really? yeah, I mean, you can wow. argue you can argue that uh me touching someone and doing two hundred points of damage helps everyone, but no i don't I don't have anything that's strictly ally assists, so that's okay, ra- <laughs> moving right along here, I will touch on balance. I don't think I need to say anything other than these epic characters are not only optimized, but absolutely outstanding. So I'm going to run through the numbers. Strength of 8. We all know that's irrelevant for a monk. (laughs) Dex of 24. Con of 18. Intelligence of 10. Wisdom of 16. Charisma of 14. I have proficiency in all saving throws. So that's awesome. Ridiculous. And and I am uh, proficient in acrobatics, arcana, history, perception religion and stealth my passive perception is 19 and so i mean there's just oh these are such great characters i love it
1: oh gosh so good let me run you my numbers strength of 23 thanks belt of stone giant strength dex of 14 con of 16 intelligence of 10 wisdom of 20 charisma of 16 i am proficient in nature animal handling history and survival i got all the things i need
0: yes So needless to say, both of these characters are extremely balanced. But moving this week into our smooth operator scenario, our very own Garen Jones made a birthday-themed scenario, which reads, You get home after a long day of adventuring, and surprise! All your party members and the fun NPCs from your campaign are just waiting to celebrate your birthday. You really appreciate that people care, but damn, you just wanted to decompress and watch some lawful evil. You know, that hit show about the father that teaches alchemy, and then he finds out that he has a death curse, and so he teams up with an old student to start cooking fantasy meth. Well, anyway, how do you end the party early? Garen, how do you end the party early?
1: I would act gracious, but I would give a long speech about how this is just a reminder that I'm getting older, and inevitably I will die alone. But I thank (laughs) them for coming, and ask if we could just put on some seal, you know, being my favorite musician is all as a druid, I love seal.
0: Do you wild shape into a seal while it's on?
1: I do. I orf, orf, orf around the room thanking everybody. But while I'm doing that, I'm spending the next hour subtly casting the spell Antipathy. Antipathy is one half of the spell, which I will get to the other half later, where once the enchantment is done, it takes an hour. Creatures you designated feel an intense urge to leave the area and avoid the target, which is me. (laughs) <laughs> when the creature sees the target, they must see it on a wisdom save or become frightened. The creature remains frightened while it can see me within 60 feet. While frightened, the creature must use its movement to move to the nearest safe spot where it can't see the target. So they, like, go into my kitchen or my bathroom or something. Yeah. If the creature moves more than 60 feet from the target and can't see it, the creature is no longer frightened.
0: You just follow them room to room, and you're just... And then they eventually are just hiding out by the bushes.
1: They are. And it has a duration, a short duration of 10 days. <laughs>
0: So not only do you get to enjoy your birthday in solitude, but then the next 10 days. So you really can binge that whole show.
1: And when they inevitably all leave because they're frightened of me, I will wild shape because I have floral wild shape. I will wild shape into a giant rose and I will give each one of them a kiss from the rose.
0: You would get a plus 15 if this were scored. (laughs) All right. How do you handle this smooth? So this is real easy. I would use the hour of reaping. And make them all roll a wisdom save. If they fail, they are frightened of me. My key save <laughs> is 17. If they didn't leave, I would spend eight key points and cast Astral Projection on myself. <laughs> and watch the show in the astral plane all by myself. That's what you call... Oh, the, you just dip you out. The, that's Yeah, that's what you call the passive-aggressive approach. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you're still at the party, but your spirit is in the other plane watching the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. fan. Fantastic. Why aren't we scoring these?
0: (laughs) So aggressively, (laughs) I would go up to each of the the people at my house. (laughs) I'd put my hands on their shoulders and I'd be like, you know, guys, you know, like kind of like a hug, you know, like a side hug kind of thing. I'd be like, you know, guys, I really appreciate you guys all coming here, celebrating my birthday. And I would, you know, while I'm talking, I'm using touch of death. And I'm expending 10 key points on each one of the touches, doing two hundred, up to 200 points of necrotic damage to both of my party members. And <laughs> just instilling feeling of death and draining their life.
1: Wait, so, I mean, assuming your party members are also level 30, that's not going to kill them. But they would know you're doing severe damage to them.
0: They'd want to leave after that, for sure.
1: They would definitely want to leave. But I like the way that you pretended that you were happy, because... That was my approach also <laughs> i would act delighted and i would in turn and in this time i would still want to put on seal of course but i would cast sympathy the other half of the spell which makes them want to be around me then i propose a toast and i have lightly poisoned all of these drinks just which enough to I'm, make them sick
0: which i'm sure you can probably do at will you can probably poison things at will right
1: if i needed to yes but yeah, I'm i also have advantage on these saves so once they're all sick I tell him there's one more thing I want to show him. And I invite him into my backyard where I cast Mirage Arcane, which can reshape up to a one-mile area. And what I've done is created a mirage of a carnival all themed around me. My face in lights everywhere rides all about me. And the seal music is blasting. And I also cast Conjure Fey. And those are all the carnival workers, these obnoxious fey creatures. And everything is l- <laughs> and everything is loud and obnoxious, and the rides keep making them sicker, but the sympathy makes them want to be around me. And the seal keeps getting louder and louder and louder until they finally beg me to do something about it. And that is when I wild shape back into the bukovac Thank you, Tome of Beasts. And I use my special ability called the Croaking Blast, where I let out a croak so loud they have to succeed on a dc 17 con save or become permanently deafened
0: <laughs> this is terribly aggressive you're not only doing like psychological torment but then you're causing a physical deformity at the end of it so yeah love that wow
1: get your goodie bags on the way out you're the Thanks worst for coming
0: you're the worst friend by the way
1: wanted to watch my stories you should have left me alone
0: (laughs) so moving into x factor i don't think there's really any need to say this but i fucking love this archetype the way of long death when you achieve 20th level it's just absolutely fantastic the way that you can channel death and theme it and and kind of get the role-playing opportunities going. So, and it's it's our birthday, so I used it for a third time. This character has been used, as I mentioned, many times in the lab. I love this build. Really, I do like the theming of, like, just a cat who has... You know, used up one of their nine lives or many of their nine lives and now is obsessed with death. So I think thematically, not only is a tabaxi a great monk, but then this way of long death is just a really fun little backstory. So I'm happy that I finally made a very good version of Cloud.
1: You very much did. I love this character. I do love Monks. Dan, you have actually made me much more excited about Monks. I've always been a Kung Fu movie fan, but the Monk character in D&D wasn't really hitting home with me when I first started playing. But your enthusiasm for Monks while doing this show for the last year has made me really, really turn around on them. So I'm really glad to see Cloud looking so fantastic.
0: He got a nice little uh, grooming job, but the problem is he doesn't have any friends. But that's kind of like real cats, so would you play garen
1: of course i would i i know i talk a lot about clerics but a moon druid is my shit i just love the idea of wild shaping and when i found out i could wild shape into giant dinosaurs absolutely that is what i wanted so i don't need to go into it anymore this was so much fun and this was such a fun supplement
0: yes and uh, we, we would love to thank you guys again for being such an integral part of our daily lives honestly the dnd character lab truly is a two-man operation it is garen and i garen i know you have two kids and a wife and we both work full-time but every single second of our free time is devoted to this show, are the supplements we make, the Patreon content that we make, and then, of course, our upcoming YouTube channel. So uh, we really do appreciate you guys consuming this content because this is a passion project for sure.
1: Yeah, and I know I speak for you when I say that we wouldn't have it any other way. We text about it every day, we talk about it every day because we have so much fun doing it, and it brings us so much joy. So we can't wait to see what this next year brings as we continue to grow. If you like what you hear from us, or you don't, Leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. This helps us gain visibility and grow. Actually, iTunes algorithms pulls from other podcast providers too. So if you use a different one, we would love it if you'd sign in on iTunes and write a review there. You can also tweet at us, Facebook message us, or email us at dndcharacterlab at gmail. Thank you to those who do email us over there. We love talking to you and hearing about your characters and your home games. Share what you got. We love it, and we know you do too.
0: Yeah, and actually, if any of you guys have any questions about character building, we're by no means absolute experts. I know we play these scientist characters, but I will say over the last year of doing this show, I sure do know a hell of a lot about character creation. So if you'd like to tap into the resources that is Garen and I, we're happy to help you. Uh, We don't charge. (laughs) But um, (laughs) we have a ton of great content planned for our upcoming episodes, and we've been working super hard to ensure that this next year we'll keep uh, the content fresh And coming your way and this will also ensure that we continue to be a source for the D&D community in character creation so let's talk about some of the great stuff that we have planned shall we we've got our DMs Guild stuff we've got Denizens of the Beast Land which is due to come out next week and then of course as we mentioned all of those other great supplements that we have on DMs Guild search Garen Jones and you'll see everything that we have available we are super pleased to announce that James Intracasso one of the authors of the upcoming Waterdeep Dragon Heist campaign is going to be on our show next week. So he is building a character around the theme of urban intrigue. Garen and I are doing our best to beat him. It's a lot of fun, and be sure to check that out. And then, of course, we have our YouTube channel launching September 1st. Keep an eye on social media, on our Facebook, on our Twitter for more details on that. We're super excited to be having a show of a different format that will be airing monthly on YouTube just to uh, give you guys something else to consume from the lab and making sure that we have as little free time as possible because that's the way we like it.
1: Yes, Dan, we got a lot of great stuff coming, but I think it would serve us here if we put our fate in the hands of the die and we are going to roll a d20 to see how our second year goes but i think we deserve as this is a two-man operation to get advantage on the roll so you and i are both going to roll a d20 and we will take the highest and see what our score will be for the year two of the lab are you ready
0: all right here we go
1: oh shit! i rolled a five
0: i rolled a two well, guys, <laughs> it's been it's been a hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> but it doesn't look well, like we have much, much more in the tank.
1: Forget all that other stuff we said coming. Goodbye forever. This is our last episode.
0: <laughs> so that about wraps things up for us this week, Lab Rats. We cannot thank you enough for listening to our show and continuing to support us. And always just remember, when it comes to character creation, it doesn't have to be optimized.
1: It just has to be fun. Let's have another fun year, guys. Thank you.
0: This has been a production of the DD Character Lab Podcast be sure to follow us on Twitter at DND Character Lab or shoot us an email at dndcharacterlab at gmail.com. Most importantly, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app.